Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I'm your host, David Castle. Today is the 16th of December, 2020. Hope you're all doing good out there. It's almost Christmas. Are you excited? I know I'm not. Just kidding. I'm not a Grinch. I like Christmas. Used to like it more when I was a kid. Once you grow up, it's eh, it's whatever. Just another day. If you don't have kids. If you have kids, it's very special. But not me. Not yet. Uh, went and did a little bit of shopping yesterday. I was looking for something that I need for my camera. One of my cameras. I have a Sony VX2000. Legendary camera along with the Sony VX1000. Many legendary skate videos have been... Produced with this camera, that's the original reason why I got it. Actually, not really. I got it to film other stuff, not really skateboarding. haven't filmed much skating with it. But it's a cool camera, and uh, I have a new computer, new, new to me, and the way that you upload the footage from the camera onto the computer is through a FireWire port, which I don't have on this on this laptop, which kind of sucks, so I, I got to figure out another way to do it um, with my camera there. So I was looking for a way to make that work. I was looking for different things for my cameras. Boring stuff. But I'm I'm working on new video stuff. And I also have new music coming along too. But before the end of the year, I'm going to put out a video for a song that I released earlier this year. Just kind of give you some visuals for it. And yeah, go from there, you know. But I do have a new album in the works. I don't even have a name for it yet. I do have the artwork haven't unveiled it, but it should be pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty stoked. That's all I've been doing for fucking, what is it? It's already December for nine months. Making rap songs, just writing a lot and chilling. Doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, you, I don't know if you guys have heard, but I've been debunked, 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 debunked. I've been debunked. And I didn't even know about this until a couple days ago. I was looking through the comments on one of my songs, and they said, I'm here because of so-and-so. So I was like, all right, cool, let's look up so-and-so. His name is Miles Powers, actually. I'll just give it away. Miles Powers. And this guy is like a professional debunker. He gets out there, and he, he makes videos about conspiracy theories on YouTube, and he debunks them. And he talks about how they're all bullshit and how these guys are just idiots and anyone who believes this is a complete moron and i was in one of his videos (laughs) like three years ago for my song digital clouds and uh i posted a little clip on my instagram i have since deleted it because it's not my proudest uh what would that be called i don't even know it's it's not a um it's not a cosign by any means it's more like just some guy talking shit and this guy's got to be He's got to be working for someone. You'd be surprised how many people really are, like, on the take, working for some CIA-type corporation, whatever, the 77th Brigade of Britain, where it's just a bunch of people who uh, get online and, and dispute conspiracy theories and make people look like assholes, and they get on get on there and just troll people. So, yeah, he was making fun of my song, saying it sucked. He, he lumped me in there with a bunch of other people who made chemtrail songs, songs about chemtrails. But theirs were all pretty whack. Mine's, mine's, mine's okay. It's pretty dope. Not to him. No, 
I'm just an asshole. That's what he said. So I thought that was hilarious. I was like, no way. And it was it was three years ago. But apparently it's bringing traffic to my video. So I left a comment on there and I was like, dude, let's debate this live. Because if you ever want to debate somebody, especially someone who you know is going to try to make you look like an asshole, you never want to do it pre-recorded uh, because they're going to fuck with it. They're going to chop it up and make you look like a dickhead. That's what they do. In the news, that's that's the oldest trick in the book. So if you're ever in the position where you, somebody wants you to go on their show or or have an interview uh, with them, so they can you know try to dispute what you're saying or what your argument is, you always want to do it live and don't do it pre-recorded because they're going to chop it up and take little snippets of what you said and make you look like an idiot. So I didn't want that to happen, so I said, yo, let's talk about this and see what's up. But uh, obviously, he's never going to do that. And I just battle with the trolls on there. But you can't feed the trolls. Don't feed the trolls, man. They're just there to make you mad. You really can't take it serious because a lot of these internet trolls, people in the comment section is what I mean, they're not even real people. They're like computers and stuff. They're artificial intelligence. That's a fact. They have that. I was browsing jobs the other day, kind of looking to see what was around. Might need to get a job one day, you know. You never know. And I actually saw there was a job opening right there on, like, Indeed, the, the job search app. And it was a ad for a psychological operations specialist with the U.S. Army. Right there on, on Indeed. <laughs> uh, and that's what we're living through right now is a giant psychological operation. That's what COVID is. That's what 9-11 was, and that's, that's just what's been going on for a long fucking time. It's an operation to manipulate people's minds and get them going along with this new agenda that they want to bring in. And it's, it's amazing how many people are still, like, hugely against the chemtrail thing. I don't even like calling it that, chemtrails. But that's the name they gave to it. That name actually comes from the U.S. Air Force. Um, they did come out with a document, a whole fucking handbook called Owning the Weather by 2025. It's 2020. We got to be pretty fucking close. And it's interesting. I just read an article this morning talking about how China plans to expand their weather modification project as well uh, and fucking get shit popping by 2025 as well. So what what's this special number? 2025, halfway to 2030 from where we're at right now. Agenda 2030, anyone? Have you read about that? So, uh weather modification is a fact. Uh they've been experimenting on the public by releasing things into the air for a long time now, probably 60, 70 years, even longer than that, almost 100 years now. Shit, it's 2020. Uh, it's nothing new. They've released diseases in subways. They've released harmful chemicals into the atmosphere from planes and helicopters. They've done all kinds of shit, and it's all verifiable. Uh, the fact that militaries across the world and different scientific organizations and universities have attempted to modify the weather through various means, it's all well-documented fact. It's 100% true, but... People will still dispute it and, and say it's crazy. It's a crazy conspiracy theory, and anyone who believes that is a moron. And it's just a way of being dismissive and, and obfuscating the truth. So 
kind of fucking annoying and lame, but it is what it is. So what this article right here, which is from CNN and came out a couple weeks ago, says China to expand weather modification program to cover area larger than India. So they're gonna weather, they're gonna modify weather in a in a area as large as India. China's a gigantic country, of course. I'm sure everyone knows that it's fucking huge. Uh, and now they're gonna be controlling the weather, modifying the weather uh, in an area as large as India, which is also a massive country. So, just a conspiracy theory, though. What is CNN? A bunch of conspiracy theorists working there, and they, they just don't know shit. Of course, if you've been listening to this, listening to me ramble for any time now, you should know that uh, the whole chemtrail thing, whatever you want to call it, is a lot bigger than just modifying the weather. There's seven different reasons that uh, have been well documented by Elena Freeland in her book, Chemtrails Harp and the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. Weather modification is just one purpose of releasing these aerosols into the atmosphere there's other things too it involves ionizing the atmosphere making it electrically charged so these different types of technologies and weapons can be utilized to manipulate storm system is one is one thing but also for military purposes like fucking space shields and all kinds of weird shit man the, basically the atmosphere is electrically charged there are some crazy advanced technologies that are pretty much unknown to the general public, that are doing some weird stuff. And in order for them to be able to be used, there needs to be an ionized atmosphere. If you're more curious uh, as to how it works and what's really going on, I would highly recommend you read Elena Freeland's book, Chemtrails Harp and the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. And she also has a sequel to it called Under an Ionized Sky, where she goes in elaborate detail over all of this stuff and explains what's going on and everything is cited, uh, patents and, and links to, to websites and books and all this stuff. I mean, it, it's, it's almost indisputable, you know, what's going on. There's very little room for speculation. So it's true, but you still get treated like an asshole for poking or for poking it, for pointing it out. Anyways, I'll read this about China. It's about China. So it says, Hong Kong. China this week revealed plans to drastically expand an experimental weather modification program to cover an area of over 5.5 million square kilometers, which is 2.1 million square miles, more than one and a half times the total size of India. According to a statement from the State Council, China will have a developed weather modification system by 2025 thanks to breakthroughs in fundamental research and key technologies as well as improvements in comprehensive prevention against safety risks. Now, the thing about these types of articles, and I've, I've read a bunch of them in, throughout the years, they, they're always acting like this is some, somewhere off in the future and like they're not already doing it. But obviously, they've been experimenting with it for a long time. And this technology is not new. Like I said, it, it's almost like 100 years old. They've been fucking with the weather for a long time. And different groups of people, you know, different governments have different programs. But they do, uh, they have a treaty, an international treaty about weather modification. And, and the, the whole thing is like fucking talking about if you seed the clouds over here in, let's say, Minnesota, and they drift up into Canada... Like, how do we, 
how do we settle that? What if you're stealing our reign type of thing? So there, there are treaties that are in place between nations uh, with regards to this. So it is a, a fact, and, and governments are well aware of it. They're in control of it, obviously. So uh, Carrying on with the article, in the next five years, the total area covered by artificial rain or snowfall will reach 5.5 million square kilometers, while over 580,000 square kilometers will be covered by hail suppression technologies. The statement added that the program will help with disaster relief, agricultural production, emergency responses to forest and grassland fires, and dealing with unusually high temperatures or droughts. Now, weather warfare is a real thing, and I believe this is being conducted all over the world. There's evidence that what happened in Fukushima with the, with the tsunami in Japan and what happened to the nuclear reactor in Fukushima afterwards and how that shit is still leaking radiation into the Pacific Ocean and contaminating the oceans, uh, giving radiation to the fish. So if you're eating sushi, uh, if you're eating anything out of the ocean, it's got radiation in it. And you know they've, they've done tests as far away as San Francisco – just testing the water there with their little uh, radiation detecting device, Geiger counter, I guess it would be called, and they're they're discovering that the whole place is irradiated. There's nuclear radiation everywhere because of what's been constantly leaking out of Fukushima, and people in the conspiracy community, as it has been labeled, have discovered that there is a connection between that tsunami and earthquake-triggering type technologies such as the place in Gakona, Alaska, which which is called HARP, which is an ionospheric heater, but that was like the experimental one. They have them all over now, and they have mobile installations that can do the same type of thing where you're beaming this fucking electromagnetic type wave. Some call them scalar waves. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I'm not a fucking scientist. I just know that a lot of money has been spent developing these things, and uh, why wouldn't they use them? They're using them for whatever purpose. But that's a lot of the times where where people um, stop thinking about this is why would they do that? I don't understand. Like, I would never do that. For some reason, people project their own tendencies onto other people. And they think just because you would, you know, something goes against your own morals that somebody else would be incapable of carrying out that task or that 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 evil deed, which isn't true. There's people who could do things that would be unthinkable to you. Think about fucking Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy and, you know, people like that. People do fucked up shit um, for whatever reason. So, yeah, weather warfare. It's been going on and China is out there saying we're going to change the weather in a in a big area. That's fucking kind of crazy when you think about it. An area as large as one and a half, one and a half India's. Kind of an unfathomable sized piece of land. <laughs> China's huge. Fuck China. Now I love I love Chinese people, but the, the Chinese government is terrible. Just as bad as our government. The Chinese government is and the way they're controlling people is actually the model for what they're gonna do to the whole world. And COVID is like the catalyst that is bringing in this new system. So kinda sucks. But what can you do? Besides talk about it and get censored for it. Uh, Continuing with this article, that's going to take forever for me to read. China has long sought to control the weather to protect farming areas and to ensure clear skies for key events. 
It seeded clouds ahead of the 2008 Beijing Olympics to reduce smog and avoid rain ahead of the competition. Key political meetings held in the Chinese capital are notorious for enjoying beautiful clear skies, thanks both to weather modification and the shutting down of nearby factories. So it's nothing new. Weather modification is a fact. But chemtrails aren't. See, chemtrails is another one of those weaponized terms that has been put out there to delegitimize anybody who's trying to expose some real shit, you know, uh, tell people what's going on. And there's different ways to do it. Uh, chemtrails obviously being when they're spraying chemical trails out of a jet, out of a fucking plane. And we see them all the time. I see them all the time where I live here in Carson City, Nevada. I think the reason it is done so heavily around here is because we're at the base of the Sierra Nevada mountain range and there's this weather phenomenon here called a rain shadow effect where you have all this evaporation coming off of the Pacific Ocean, which is where storm systems used to originate was off of oceans because that's where all of the water was and that water evaporated, it went up into the sky, it condensed into clouds and became storm systems. And that water could be transferred across the United States. After that, through things like the jet stream, which is basically a giant river going through the sky and uh, you know, blowing hella fast, some wind blowing real fast, carrying moisture across the nation and carrying along storm systems with it. And that's basically how shit works. So the water evaporates off of the Pacific Ocean. It travels over California. And then since you have the Sierra Nevada mountain range right here on the border of California and Nevada, which is a sizable mountain range, it's pretty friggin' huge. Some peaks getting up to like 14,000 feet. The moisture mostly falls on, on the western side of the mountain range. And very little of that will reach the Great Basin, which is where Carson City is, which is a high desert type of area with very little moisture. Now, right at the mountains, it gets a lot of moisture. In fact, Mount Rose, which is the highest peak near me, um, had record-setting snowfall a couple years ago in 2018. So... I, I think it has something to do with that. The reason why they seed the clouds so heavily here, maybe they're starting like a new type of weather pattern system here. I don't fucking know. I, I really don't. One time I talked to the director of weather modification at the Desert Research Institute, um, and we got thrown out of there, me and Ed. I talked about that before, though. So it is a real thing. You can look up the Desert Research Institute. It's located in Reno, and one of their main things is Seeding clouds, making chemtrails, for lack of a better term. So they do it all over. And uh, yeah, if you're one of those people who just like brushes that off and, and labels it as a conspiracy theorist and tries to ridicule people, well, maybe you should take a long, hard look at yourself because you're kind of a fucking douche. And that's where I'll draw the line. Anyways... Uh, there's, there's other ways to do it too, though. There's like rockets you can fire out and they have those around here on some of these mountains too, where they're fucking cannons on top of these mountains and they just shoot out these different cloud condensation nuclei. A lot of the time what they admit to using is, uh, silver, like a silver, what, silver iodide. And it's, uh, basically just a little particle that attracts moisture to it 
because in order for a cloud to form, there has to be a little particle for the moisture to latch onto to condense to. That's why it's called a CCN, a cloud condensation nuclei. And that was my very poor explanation of of weather modification. There's a lot more to it, and there's storm systems can also be steered through these scalar waves, through these ionospheric heaters, and, and different methods like that. Ah, but it's just a conspiracy. So, continuing with the article. As a concept, cloud seeding has been around for decades. There you have it. Chemtrails, bitch. Fucking cloud seeding. It's been around for decades. It works by injecting small amounts of silver iodide. That's what I said. Into clouds with a lot of moisture, which then condenses around the new particles becoming heavier and eventually falling as precipitation. A study funded by the U.S. National Science Foundation, and they're also heavily involved in what they do at the DRI, because I talked to the guy who was in charge of the National Science Foundation, and when I was there, after I'd gotten kicked out, he was a fucking giant, too. He was like 7'5", and he was asking me all these questions, who I was, what I was doing there, who I was working for, and I'm definitely on some sort of list. I know that. Uh... Actually, you know what? It wasn't the director of the Science Foundation. He said he was just at a meeting with the director of the Science Foundation, and he was there, and the guy who I was speaking to was like the public relations guy. That's who the giant was. Anyways, yeah, I'm definitely on some list. I fucking know that. A study funded by the U.S. National Science Foundation published earlier this year found that cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. The study was one of the first to ascertain definitively that cloud seeding worked, as previously it had been difficult to distinguish precipitation created as a result of the practice from normal snowfall. That uncertainty had not stopped China investing heavily in the technology. See, this is bullshit. They're acting like, oh, we don't know. We've never tried it. It's uncertain. This is an established science. They know what they're doing. They have so much money invested in this. They have a lot of smart people working on this. And if they didn't want there to be droughts, if they didn't want there to be massive storms, if they didn't want there to be fucking terrible hurricanes and tornadoes, they wouldn't happen. Like, like they, they, they control them. They could mitigate these things. They could make them less severe. I'm not saying they could control every fucking raindrop, but they could definitely heavily influence uh, what takes place as far as the weather goes. Now, this begs, to, begs the question... Why don't they stop these disasters from happening? Well, I mean, that would mean that you think you live in a world where they don't want disasters to happen. This world is controlled by disasters. When there's a disaster, when there's a war, when something cataclysmic happens, it provides an opportunity to change things that you wouldn't otherwise have. So there's this whole whole sector of the economy which is disaster capitalism. When a giant earthquake happens, when a hurricane happens, uh, there's a lot of people who make a lot of money rebuilding the area, uh, rebuilding the infrastructure, the homes, the the businesses, whatever. Um, there's a lot of money in that, and and climate change, of course, right? So it's weird how we have these two things coexisting together at the same time. You have Weather modification, which is an established fact that they're talking about in the mainstream media. They can't hide it anymore. There's too many people working on it. Uh, and then you have climate change. And then nobody ever draws the connection between the two that one might be influencing the other. So, like, 
How could you talk about climate change without acknowledging the fact that weather modification exists? Even if somebody modifies one storm, wouldn't that impact the climate in some way? I mean, isn't there a connection here? But these are the type of logical connections they don't want you making, which is why people like me, who made like one fucking song about di- about digital clouds, as I called it, uh, that's why somebody like me gets ridiculed because if you were to to know and recognize the reality of this and make those types of connections, their whole narrative, which they're using to to change the world and bring about this great reset, you know, along with COVID, uh, it it would shatter. Because like it's it's really easy to to ask these questions and be like, this doesn't make sense. How could the climate be changing because of carbon dioxide and you know the ice caps are melting and we're all in so much danger of the oceans rising? Uh, so we have to reduce our standard of living. We have to use less energy. We can't use gasoline. We can't use coal. We can't do all of these things. We can't heat ourselves. We can't eat meat. Uh, you know, we have to reduce the population to save the planet. But meanwhile. You're controlling the weather. You're modifying the weather. Ah, uh, it's it's just it's flabbergasting. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. It's luda. What the fuck do I know though? I'm just a conspiracy guy. Never mind these folks over at CNN and in China talking about modifying the weather. Anyways, that uncertainty with weather modification, had not stopped China investing heavily in the technology. Between 2012 and 2017, the country spent over $1.34 billion on various weather modification programs. That's a good chunk of change. That'll buy you a lot of raindrops. Or the prevention of rain, because that's also part of weather modification. Last year, according to the state news agency Xinhua, Weather modification helped reduce 70% of hail damage in China's western region of Xinjiang, a key agricultural area. So that's significant. Now, you have to take every statistic with a grain of salt, especially when it's coming from a place like China, when the government controls every type of news bulletin that gets released. Uh, But, you know, I'm sure they're doing it. They're spending a lot of money on it, and they're doing it. And while other countries have also invested in cloud seeding, including the U.S., China's enthusiasm for the technology has created some alarm, particularly in neighboring India, where agriculture is heavily dependent on the monsoon, which has already been disrupted and become less predictable as a result of climate change. See? Oh, they're making the connection here. (laughs) India and China recently faced off along their shared and hotly disputed border in the Himalayas, with the two sides engaging in the bloodiest clash in decades earlier this year. For some years, some in India have speculated that weather modification could potentially give China the edge in a future conflict, given the importance of conditions uh, to any troop movements in the inhospitable mountain range. See, I create a giant blizzard in the Himalayas. It's not easy to get around. Though the primary focus of Beijing's weather modification appears to be domestic, experts have warned there is the potential for impact beyond the country's borders. In a paper last year, researchers at National Taiwan University said that the lack of proper coordination of weather modification activity could lead to rain stealing between neighboring regions. 
both within China and with other countries. They also pointed to the lack of a system of checks and balances to facilitate the implementation of potentially controversial projects. The scientific evidence and potential uh, and political justification for weather modification is not subject to debate or broad discussion in China, the authors wrote. In addition, the leadership's propensity for technological intervention in taming different weather systems is rarely challenged by alternative viewpoints. Now, check this out. This, this is one thing that's tying into people like Bill Gates and, and the fucking chemtrail thing, which is geoengineering. So says, what in the world is geoengineering? Some experts have speculated that success in weather modification could lead China to adopt a more ambitious geoengineering project, particularly as the country suffers from the effects of climate change. See, now they're making that connection with weather modification and climate change. Of course, it's weather modification is going to help solve climate change, geoengineering in particular. When really it's it's completely uh like contradictory because the whole concept behind climate change is that of the greenhouse effect where the, all of the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere like is is making the planet warmer because it's trapped there. And it's trapping the sunbeams in 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 the atmosphere, and it's making shit hotter. It's making the ice caps melt. So their solution to this is to spray the sky with these different types of particles, these nanoparticulates, out of airplanes, blatantly fucking chemtrails. What have been what's been labeled as chemtrails, and uh, the the goal of that is to prevent the sun from hitting the earth. Now, how ridiculous is that? Just as a, just as even a concept, like what a stupid idea. The sun, we need the sun. It's very important. We need vitamin D. Plants need the sun. It just, it just makes no sense. Why would you want to block the sun? And then what you do when you do that, when you put all these particulates into the sky, you increase the, the greenhouse effect. Because whatever you trap in the atmosphere can't escape, because there's there's more cloud coverage. It's it's a it's a bigger greenhouse effect. So so everything they're doing is contradictory. It makes no sense to anybody who could think logically. And the only people who would support this are either people who are dumb, which is there's a lot of people like that, or scientists who are getting paid off to to do what they're told, because their whole job, all their grants that come from the government. And this new world order fucking beast, for lack of a better term, uh, they all depend on you going along with this shit. And if you don't, well, you're going to lose your job. And and if you try to expose it in a larger way than that, fuck, you could lose your life. So it's just, it's, it's amazing what's happening here. Talking about geoengineering and climate change radical solutions such as seeding the atmosphere with reple- with reflective particles could theoretically help reduce temperatures but could also have major unforeseen consequences and many experts fear uh, what could happen were a country to experiment with such techniques so yeah <laughs> what would happen if someone started experimenting they've been doing this shit for a long time and it's not about changing the climate or helping us it's about fucking with you and 
it would be interesting to see the connection between this COVID-19 bullshit and how people are getting sick with this respiratory illness and all the stuff they're spraying in the sky that you're breathing in day after day. And the connection between what they're spraying in the sky and ionizing the atmosphere and the world around you, essentially turning it into like a giant motherboard, a giant computer chip that can be manipulated with electromagnetic wavelengths. And as I've said before, every biological being, basically everything in the universe, operates on an electromagnetic frequency. And if you introduce a frequency that corresponds with that, that lines up with it, you can influence that that thing. If you if you make it um what the fuck is the word? Oscillate? No. If you make it like sync up with it, you can induce sicknesses through electromagnetic waves. You can also heal with it. People like uh what the fuck was his name? Roy Royal Raymond Royce or some shit? Royal Royce, Raymond Royal Royce, Raymond Royal Rife, Royal Rife was his name, and he invented this this type of device that could heal people with electromagnetic radiation. Now, there's technologies that can fuck with your brain, make you get sick, all through just like uh, electromagnetic radiation. That's why people were so against the smart meters. That's why people uh, warn against the safety of cell phones and Wi-Fi because radiation sickness is a real thing. And that was one thing early on that was heavily, heavily suppressed as soon as this COVID-19 thing came out where a lot of the uh, symptoms were closely related to symptoms of radiation sickness. That was something that they would not allow anybody to even entertain the notion of that 5G could somehow be linked to what's happening because the introduction of 5G happened simultaneously with the COVID-19 outbreak. And it even happened in like places like Wuhan. Wuhan was one of the first places where they started fucking with that 5G shit. And then that's where the big outbreak happened, supposedly. But now they're saying that uh, this shit might have originated in the United States, which people in the alternative media, like Ryan Christian from The Last American Vagabond, has been saying since this shit started that the vaping illnesses that we were seeing late last year, around like October of last year, that they were attributing to vaping. I don't know if you guys remember this, but apparently people were getting sick just from vaping, which was ridiculous because. A lot of people had been vaping for years and never had any types of sicknesses. And then all of a sudden, everyone started getting this sickness that was very similar to what they deemed to be COVID-19. And this outbreak happened near Fort Detrick, where it came out that they had been experimenting with with (laughs) COVID-19. And that there was a connection between Fort Detrick, the scientists at Fort Detrick, and the Wuhan lab. There was another lab in Wuhan that was doing the same shit. And even like experimenting with bats and shit. Like it's fucking mind-blowing, man. What's what's happening? And this will all come out in the mainstream probably years from now, much later, uh, where it's like insignificant. It doesn't matter. The damage has already been done. But my point is that people have been exposing this for a long time. So, man, I kind of went on off on a tangent there. But this stuff is all connected. 
You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I try to do on with these talks is is connect the dots for you and and um get you thinking about things in a, from a broader perspective on on how this shit works. So there you have it, an article from CNN talking about how China doing weather modification on an incredibly huge scale an area larger than India, which is pretty fucking big. And also throwing in, you know, uh, trigger words, you know, keywords like climate change, geoengineering, stuff like that. And yet I still get ridiculed for talking about chemtrails, even though I, didn't, I never even mentioned that word in that song. Uh, I came up with my own term for it, digital clouds. I think that's a more accurate description. And if you look at the sky, when it's been, they've been camming all day, zapping it with the, the fucking, their little electromagnetic waves it looks like a like a digital sky that's what it looks like digital clouds and yet i get ridiculed and i get no respect you know i'm like rodney dangerfield ay yeah yeah how long have i been talking for holy shit almost 40 minutes well let's continue i got there's so much to go over man we're just living in the craziest fucking times Uh, as a testament to that in New York City they're unleashing the robot dogs to combat criminals I've talked about the robot dogs before they're made by Boston Dynamics and they're really weird creepy looking I mean it'd be kind of cool to have one I'd have a robot dog but you know it'd be some like fucking surveillance snitch dog this is just like Fahrenheit 451 if you guys haven't read that book by Ray Bradbury Classic book, I think it's by Ray Bradbury, yeah, uh, about this guy who's a firefighter, but the firefighters of the future actually burn down homes, <laughs> and uh, the the main thing you get your home burnt down for is if you have any books. So there's this whole book-burning scenario where they're trying to rev- uh, remove any knowledge uh, of, of the way the world was because they have this oppressive authoritarian system that everyone lives in and they have robot dogs and one of the things these robot dogs do they're like cop dogs and they chase you down and they fucking bite you and they have this little like injection like this little um poison that they put in you and they kill you so i'd highly recommend fahrenheit 451 we're fucking living through that shit it's amazing Ah, but the NYPD's all about it. They say that this dog is going to save lives, protect people, and protect officers. That's our goal. That's what the NYPD said. So, dubbed DigiDog, the Boston Dynamics robot weighs 70 pounds and is able to move at a maximum 3 miles per hour. That's not very fast. I'm sure they can make it fucking go faster than that. Like, take the governor off it. That bitch could probably go like 150 That'd be scary. 150 mile an hour fucking 70 pound robot dog coming at you. That's that's what it seemed like in Fahrenheit 451. Uh, this robot is able to use its artificial intelligence to navigate things. Very complex environments, NYPD Taru's Deepu John said. That's a weird name, Deepu. Uh, This is the department's only robot dog, and during the latest testing phase, it has been used a few times in the field. The existence of the robot came to light in late October after it assisted in a suspect's arrest in Brooklyn. 
fuck, bro. Like, to be the first dude to get arrested by the robot dog, that would suck, man. <laughs> uh, this particular robot model known as Spot, come here, Spot, has been put to work in other applications this year, including work on an oil rig. What the fuck they got a robot dog on an oil rig for? Nuclear power plant, car plant, and military base. Digidog is capable of two-way communication and could also be used by the NYPD to enforce mask wearing. Oh, fucking awesome. And this was seen earlier this year in Singapore. So they already got the robot dogs out there enforcing that you got to wear your mask, be a good slave. Do you realize what the fuck's happening here? Yo, it's going to be, that's going to be all the cops is going to be robots. Fucking RoboCop. That's, that's the reality. They were going to replace all these motherfuckers with robots, just like they're replacing the cashiers in the grocery store with robots, just like they're replacing the customer service jobs with robots, just like they're replacing fucking everybody, every job that used to be done by human beings with robots. So that's going to happen to cops too. And you think, you think the cops are bad now? What the fuck is RoboCop going to be like? He literally has no morality, no conscience whatsoever. I mean, they hardly do as it is, but man, think about getting pulled over by a robot dog and like trying to explain what's going on. You think they give a fuck? You ever talk to the automated like voice system when you're trying to talk to like the bank or just anything? It's a pain in the ass and it sucks. And this is is who's going to be patrolling the streets telling us what to do. We're being slaves to fucking machines. You realize the implication of that. You're less than a machine. You know, this whole, the Industrial Revolution was meant to make our lives easier, supposedly. That's what they told us. And now we're slaves to to the very devices we created. To the technology that was meant to free us has now been turned against us and and is now our chains you know the chains that that bind us man what a fucking brave new world we are living in robot dog uh, i'm still waiting for cat dog i'm down for that fucking cat dog but no all we get's a fucking robot dog Man, I had this article I wanted to read, but it wants me to sign up for this bullshit. It's talking about how (laughs) this Chinese, you know, classic China, a Chinese airline cabin crew, the the airline tells the cabin crew, so like the the fucking, man, what are the, the flight attendants and stuff, to wear diapers on certain flights, and it's because of COVID. Now, I gotta find a one that's free. China... Bear with me, folks. I'll edit this out. China (laughs) airline crew told to wear diapers. Let's see what that comes up with. Probably some weird-ass porn or some shit. Oh, no, I found it, and this one's free. So this is just fantastic news. This is kind of funny, honestly, but it's it's just... You got to laugh or you cry. Chinese agency advises flight crews to wear diapers to reduce COVID-19 risk in lavatory. Oh my god. So you gotta shit your pants on the plane. I mean, come on, dude. Everyone Ugh. Imagine a plane full of people who just shit their pants. Ugh. Oh, I'm never going I'm never leaving the fucking house, dude. Fuck it. 
This is terrible. That's China for you. The Civil Aviation Administration of China has issued some unusual advice for flight attendants looking for ways to avoid contracting coronavirus while working. It suggested they wear diapers to reduce their need to use airplane lavatories. The agency, which is China's counterpart to the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, offered that suggestion in a new document called Technical Guidelines for Epidemic Prevention and Control for Airlines. That was published in late November, according to reports from CNN and Fox. In the section regarding personal protective equipment, PPE, the CAAC recommends that when flying in and out of high-risk areas with infection rates over 500 per 100,000 residents, flight attendants wear medical masks, double-layer disposable medical gloves, goggles, disposable hats, disposable protective clothing, and disposable shoe covers. That part isn't too eyebrow-raising, but the next line is, it is recommended that cabin crew members wear disposable diapers and avoid using the lavatories barring special circumstances to avoid infection risks, the manual says. Dude, so there it is, right out in the fucking open. I mean, if you haven't been, if you haven't picked up on how they treat you like stupid fucking children already, this is it. And, you know, just like how the the outbreaks and the lockdowns occurred in China first, how long is, how long, how far away are we from this happening here? Where, like, they make the motherfucker at the grocery store wear a diaper. Ay, ay, ay. Or, or even you, you know, you should you should wear a diaper at your own house all the time. Oh, my God. It's not yet fully understood how great an infection risk that fomites genetic material found on surfaces like tray tables and lavatory toilet seats and sinks uh, posed to passengers and crews. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Fucking, they're trying to make motherfuckers wear fucking diapers, dude. Because of COVID. Man, just when you thought that shit couldn't get any more stupid. They already got us wearing the face diaper. The real diapers aren't that far away, man. And I was I was thinking the other day about <laughs> when this all first started happening, the COVID thing. And me and my friend Isaac went to the store. We went to Walmart for some shit. This is before the masks were mandatory. Right at the beginning of all this, and we all knew it was bullshit. We're just like, what the fuck is going on? This is when they started putting the the weird stickers in the store and mandating the, the social distancing and everything just changed overnight. And my friend Isaac kind of, he like one of those dudes who has no filter. <laughs> and then this old guy is walking through the store wearing the face shield. And he's just like, what the fuck is that? And I was, and it was funny because that was the first time I had ever seen one. And we're both like, what the fuck could that thing possibly do? Like, it's open as fuck. Like, any little virus, is, <laughs> it shit ain't protecting you. I, and, then, and then that's the alternative to the mask now. And that's normal. Now motherfuckers wear those, like, everywhere. Uh, I hate it, dude. I hate to see people I know, like, wearing them, bro. Drives me nuts. They got my mom wearing that shit at work all the time, dude, and like enforcing people to wear their masks. It fucking breaks my heart. I'm sick of this shit. Now they're saying that even 
after the the vaccine, right? That's what we've all been waiting for. Is the stupid fucking rushed vaccine, the never before tried mRNA prototype vaccine that was made miraculously in like nine months. Uh, we're we're told that this is going to be our savior, that everything could go back to normal for the most part after everyone takes it, but nope. We have this article from the Sun, cleverly titled "Masking for It." Brits may have to wear masks for another year despite COVID vaccine rollout. Wow, how fucking fantastic, man! These guys, dude, like people like Fauci. Even, you know, Trump, whatever, dude, they're all in on it. Fuck them. They're just lying. We're we're nine months, almost ten months into a two-week lockdown. Yo, like, like, what do you think is happening? What do you think is going to happen if you just keep going along with this? But that's what people do. It's like it's like a carrot on the stick of the guy on, on the treadmill. You're, you're never going to get it. You think if you just keep following the rules, if you just be a good little slave, that that some someday you're going to get your rights back? It doesn't work like that. It took like hundreds, if not thousands of years to get the little amount of rights that we have. And and boom, it, it took a fucking day to give them all away. Crazy, man. Says Brits could be told to keep wearing face masks for a year despite the rollout of coronavirus vaccines, the government's chief scientific officer has warned. Sir Patrick Valance hailed the beginning of the UK's largest ever immunization program as a tremendous day, but added life will not return to normal in the UK for several months. Yeah, several months. So what does that mean? What does that mean in government talk? That means like a hundred years? If if fucking two weeks means a year then what does several months mean? Uh, I, I don't know. What's the conversion there? It says masks could be a part of life till next winter. But what about when COVID-20 comes out or COVID-21? Nah, man, this shit ain't going to stop. Not if people keep fucking going along with it. Sir Patrick said that the public should be prepared to be wearing masks for the whole of next year as the effect of vaccines are monitored. He said it may be that next winter, even with vaccination, we need measures like masks in place. Uh, we don't know yet how good all the vaccines are going to be at preventing the transmission of the virus. Oh, so you, I mean, come on. Why Why would anyone take this shit, man? They, they even say they don't know if it works. I don't know if it's going to prevent it. Oh, uh, goddamn. Crazy. You might have seen... Uh, a couple people who who got the vi- got the vaccine like we're in the testing group their faces are all fucked up they have this weird condition that just contorts your face and and makes it look like you just got like electrocuted but you're stuck like that like it it would be the most especially now in the society we live in where everyone is just has so much vanity and 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 everything's about appearance could you imagine like, <laughs> I don't know, dude, some super scared Instagram model going to get this vaccine, and the next thing you know, her face is all fucked up. I guess that wouldn't really matter, though, because she could still take pictures of her butt, and I'm sure her butt would be nice. Ah, uh, it's just ridiculous, man. I would highly advise against this. I'm not a trained medical professional, but I do not trust these motherfuckers. Sir Patrick explained... 
that despite knowing that the vaccine prevents the virus taking hold in the body, it is not yet known if it prevents transmission among the vaccinated to the non-vaccinated. There's so many obvious like contradictories and it just makes no sense to anybody who can think for two seconds, but people will still take it. But I think a lot of people are privy to it. They're like, I'm not fucking with this. I, I heard a clip of Fauci talking about who developed the vaccine and how it was developed by a black lady that he works with. And it was so condescending and racist, the shit he was saying, because black people are understandably hesitant to take this vaccine because of what happened with the Tuskegee experiments with like giving a bunch of people syphilis and not telling them for 30 years and like studying these people and and intentionally poisoning them and, and doing all this fucked up shit to the black community that the government did. That wasn't that fucking long ago. Like there's people who are still alive that experienced that. Maybe not though, because you know they they were fucking given a disease. But um, so this is pretty well known in in certain circles that if the government's handing out some free shots, you you probably don't want it. And in fact, this one isn't even free. So another reason not to want it. So this is their plan for the COVID vaccine rollout, at least in Britain, which I'm sure here will be pretty similar. It says number one, residents in a care home for older adults and their carers. That's who we'll get it first there. Uh, Number two, all those 80 years of age and over, as well as frontline health and social workers. Uh, The third people to get it will be people 75 years of age and over. Uh, Number four would be all those 70 years of age and over, and then clinically extremely vulnerable individuals. Number five, people who are 65 and over. Uh, individual, and then number six, all individuals age 16 to 64 with underlying health conditions, which put them at risk of serious disease and mortality. And then it would be number seven, 60 years of age and over, uh, number eight, 55 and over, and then number nine, 50 years of age and over. So what the fuck does this even mean? In my opinion, if you're like, at risk and you're super old, that would be the number one reason not to get this shit, this experimental vaccine. (sighs) I mean, could could there be a reason, let's just get a little conspiratorial here, why they want all the old people to take this shit first, the people who are going to die first, rather than the young people? Is it almost like they want to get rid of certain people? I don't know. It's not like they've talked about that before. People like Bill Gates talking about how the world is overpopulated. We need to, there needs to be less people. Uh, Here's something that was interesting. So one of the arguments against the masks, and there are many, is the fact that they cause bacterial pneumonia. And basically the way it happens Well, I'll just read you this. So this is an article from the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, which is Dr. Fauci's shit, right? The smartest doctor ever is what we're told, who has no other vested interests and no other uh, plans for the world or agendas. He's He's just the friendly doctor from around the way. Uh, he, he was cited in this article which talks about how um, a majority of the deaths in the 1918 Spanish flu, the influenza pandemic, 
were actually attributed to bacterial pneumonia. And the reason is because of the masks. Because they made everyone wear masks or else you'd like go to jail. And the masks caused people they caused people to inhale particles from like their nose and their mouth that they're that are trying to be expelled from the body, they get caught in the mask and they, they breathe them in and then it goes directly into the lungs and it like poisons you with, with, with the shit that shouldn't be in your body because you're, you're reintroducing it to your body. And he cited in this. I'll read it to you because it's not too long. It says, The majority of deaths during the influenza pandemic of 1918 to 1919 were not caused by the influenza virus acting alone, report researchers from the National Institute of Allergy and infectious diseases uh, says uh, part of the National Institutes of Health, the NIA ideas. Instead, most victims succumb to bacterial pneumonia following influenza virus infection. The pneumonia was caused when bacteria that normally inhabit the nose and throat invaded the lungs along a pathway created when the virus destroyed the cells that lined the bronchial tubes of the lungs. A future influenza pandemic may unfold in a similar manner, said the NIAID authors, whose paper in the October 1st issue of the Journal of Infectious Diseases is now available online. Therefore, the authors conclude comprehensive pandemic preparations should include not only efforts to produce new or improved influenza vaccines and antiviral drugs, but also provisions to stockpile antibiotics and bacterial vaccines as well. The work presents complementary lines of evidence from the fields of pathology and history of medicine to support this conclusion. The weight of evidence we examined from both historical and modern analysis of the 1918 influenza pandemic favors a scenario in which viral damage followed by bacterial pneumonia led to the vast majority of deaths says co-author NIAID director Anthony S. Fauci, MD. In essence, the virus landed the first blow while bacteria delivered the knockout punch. And then it goes on to talk about uh, how they ascertained this information and and how they like took some samples from people who died back in 1918 and then, and then fucked with it and figured out what happened. But the point is... What's happening right now, forcing the population to wear masks, it's not good for you. As I've done on this show many times, I've exposed why the masks do nothing to help you. In fact, all they do is harm you. They're extremely bad for your health. And that should be evident to people. I mean, it's pretty obvious that if you're obstructing your breathing, it's like the most necessary thing you have. You're always breathing. You know, just like your heart's always beating, you have to breathe, you need oxygen, you need air. If you're making it harder to do that, how could it be good for you? I mean, I mean, honestly, that's a simple question. And everything, I like to break things down, break things down to simplicities like that. Because if you can't pass a, a simple test like that, where like the most simple logic explains what's happening then then it's bullshit there's something else going on you're being manipulated you're being fucked with you're being lied to and that's what's taking place with the masks and that's probably the most upsetting part about what's happening right now is is the mask dude cuz they're just fucking they're not helping anyone they're i i hate seeing them they're cutting people off from each other's facial expressions dude think about like some old person lives alone 
doesn't see anybody, has no family. The only time they get to interact with another human being is when they go to the grocery store or something like that. You know, maybe go pick up their meds from the pharmacy. And they they have no communication with anyone. But maybe when they when they go to the store, they they see someone who like smiles at them, you know, and and gives them that that confirmation and that acknowledgement that hey, you exist, I exist. Let's be nice to each other. Let's be friendly. Let's smile. And now even that's been taken away from us. And I don't think people realize how catastrophic that is becoming for our society and to what that means to take that away. Just those little those little micro interactions that occur between people that those those small like body language exchanges that are picked up on almost as an unconscious level there's like thousands and thousands of expressions the face can make and and this is the way people communicated even if you go to a country where they don't speak the same language you can tell what someone means by their body language you know by the expressions they make you can obviously tell if someone's mad or if someone's happy Someone's friendly. Someone's mean. Uh, but this is, you know, that's just one aspect of it, though. There, there's many other uh, more, like, immediate health concerns that have to do with the mask. But the, the, the ultimate point of it is it's not helping you. And it, it doesn't even stop the transmission of the virus. The virus or what they say to be the virus, even though it's never been isolated, supposedly. I don't know. Uh it's so much smaller than than the holes in the mask that it doesn't even make a difference. Yeah, maybe it'll stop you from spitting, from hawking a loogie, but it's not going to stop this little tiny microscopic nanoparticle, which is COVID-19, they say. So it's all a symbolic gesture to to indicate the compliance of the masses and a reminder that we're in a pandemic, even though it's just a case-demic, based on false positives from the PCR test, and the guy who invented that shit conveniently died right before they did the Event 201 thing, right before the pandemic happened. And the guy is on camera talking about how Fauci is an idiot, doesn't know what he's doing, and how the you can test positive for anything with the PCR test depending on the number of cycles you you uh administer to the to the sample. So if you spin it around more and more and more, you can make it seem like somebody is positive for this this disease that that they just have dead dead particles of. And that's what's happening because there is no standardized cycle rate. Uh, the the higher you turn up the cycles, the more people are going to become positive for it. And it's my assumption that what they're going to do with the vaccine, when, once they get more people taking it, they're going to make it seem like it's working by by introducing a certain threshold for the amount of cycles you can do with the PCR test. Because once you lower that threshold and make it so you can't go above a certain number of cycles, then it will seem there will be less positive cases. All these fucking asymptomatic dumbass motherfuckers who are going to get tested are are going to start coming out as being negative. Whereas right now they're positive, you know. You can get one test that's positive, one that's negative, and it's fucking, who knows. Classic, classic uh, example is Elon Musk. 
So, just crazy, man, what's going on here and, and how easy it is to tear apart this whole thing that's occurring around us and how disappointing it is that more people aren't upset and and taking a stand. But what they've done here is is pretty brilliant because they've made it a partisan issue to be against the lockdowns, to be against the masks, to be against any of these nonsensical, arbitrary mandates that have been put in place by these tyrannical asshole motherfuckers. They've made it so like you're a Republican if you do that. You're automatically a Trump supporter. If you want to keep your business open, if you want to continue to make a living for yourself, you're just – you're just a Republican, you just you're racist and and you're a conspiracy theorist, whatever. They have all these demeaning titles for you. When in reality you're just a logical fucking aware person who does research. <laughs> but of course they'll never say that. What they do on the news is they'll they'll pick some guy with a heavy country accent who 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 sounds stupid and they'll use them to represent the side that they intend to vilify. I I just heard a clip of this. Uh it was on it was on some news show and it was some lady reporter talking to some country minister who refused to shut his church down and he talked like this and he says that there ain't no pandemic and and I don't believe in that and he just sounds like a retard, you know? He sounds like an idiot. And these are the types of people who who they put out there uh, to flaunt to the public to make it seem like this guy represents everybody who who doesn't believe what the government is telling them and what the news is saying. It's it's an old trick. I mean, it's it's pretty despicable what they do, but for a lot of people, it seems to work. So, what can you do now? It's this has been a, a looming thing since this shit started. They've been stepping up the censorship. Uh, stepping up the suppression of the alternative media and and trying to label these people as radicals, as like terrorists and stuff. So here's an article from NPR in the National Security section that says, right-wing embrace of conspiracy is mass radicalization, experts warn. And of course, drawing the connection between MAGA people and... Uh, the people who are in opposition to the lockdown. It says, The widespread embrace of conspiracy and disinformation amounts to a mass radicalization of Americans and increases the increase, oh, and increases the risk of right-wing violence, veteran security officials and terrorism researchers warn. So, there you have it, dude. If, if, if you're a conspiracy guy, if you're exposing what's going on, even if it's from the official sources themselves, you're a terrorist. This is dangerous. This is a dangerous place that we're heading. At conferences, in op-eds, and at agency meetings, domestic terrorism analysts are raising concern about the security implications of millions of conservatives buying into baseless right-wing claims. They love to use that word too, baseless. Anything that has a base, they just call baseless. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's another dismissive 
derogatory term. They say the line between mainstream and fringe is vanishing with conspiracy-minded Republicans now marching alongside armed extremists at rallies across the country. Disparate factions on the right are coalescing into one side, analysts say, self-proclaimed real Americans who are cocooned in their own news outlets, their own social media networks, and ultimately their own truth. So they, they try to use the example of the echo chamber that people are in where they only want to hear what they're what reinforces their existing beliefs and they're going to lump everybody into that category and actually try to categorize you as a terrorist. And what do you think Joe Biden's going to do once he gets into office? You know, like the dude is totally on board with the new world order agenda. The, the whole shit, man, he's hella down with China, loves what they're doing, loves their response to the virus. And, uh, you really think he's going to make life easier for you and make it better? Ay, ay, ay. I don't I really like to talk about the, the Republican-Democrat thing, but it's pretty fucking obvious that the election was stolen and it was rigged. I mean, it, it could not be legitimate. Like, dude, people fucking love Donald Trump. He He was selling out venues, man, everywhere he went. Tens of thousands of people. They loved them. And uh, all of a sudden, this this nincompoop Joe Biden, this like walking zombie who who can barely put a sentence together, got the most votes in American history. Against, and he couldn't even. Nobody wanted to come to his shit. Nobody wanted to come to his rally. Nobody gave a fuck about the guy, and yet he won. And of course, there was the hundreds of thousands of ballots that came in in the middle of the night that were all every single one of them for Joe Biden. Yeah. What's the difference though? I think they're all in on it, but it's just it's just so telling the the corruption that that controls us. And anyways, this tent that used to be sort of far right extremist has gotten a lot broader. To me, a former counterterrorism official, that's a radicalization process, said Mary McCord, a former federal prosecutor who oversaw terrorism cases and who's now a law professor at Georgetown University. McCord was speaking at a recent online conference, Millions of Conversations, an organization aimed at reducing polarization. Okay. Along with McCord, several other former officials who served in senior national security roles said that the mass embrace of bogus information poses a serious national security concern for the incoming Biden administration. Hmm. Biden's going to step up censorship like no other, but so was Trump. Anyone who thinks Trump wasn't doing that is a fucking idiot. I mean, there there really is no difference. It's just another guy to throw tomatoes at. It's somebody to blame. This this left right dichotomy that they use to control us is something so that they use so we don't see the truth. So we don't realize that they're all against us. It's one big gang, and you're not in it. Anyways, weekend protest. They added that there's no easy foil for a right wing propaganda effort that amplifies fears and grievances on a nonstop loop. Those beliefs already have inspired political violence at protests over lockdowns and racial injustice. See, but it's so fucking funny. Political conspiracy. I'll, I'll finish this. God damn it. Political conspiracies drew thousands to last weekend's pro-Trump rally, after which the Proud Boys and other violent extremist groups wreaked havoc in downtown Washington D.C. I mean, like, these people must think we have a really, really short attention span and a short memory because, you know, the people who protest the lockdowns, they're terrorists. They're terrible people. 
but the people who were rioting because of the Black Lives Matter shit with, with uh, you know, all that stuff with George Floyd, who were actually burning down businesses, you know, with, with Antifa, these, these people who are supposedly part of these, like, communist fucking organizations that are there just to fuck shit up. They have no grievance with, you know, they don't represent the black community in any way. They're just there to be dicks, kind of, and, and, and fuck shit up. The news was totally cool with that, and they were actually applauding them. And they were saying that you can break the COVID measures in order to go protest. <laughs> uh, it's hella funny, dude. It's crazy, man. It's just so blatant, the, 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 the division that they want to create and how some people have a certain pass and other people are, are demonized. It's crazy. And it's crazy that people, like, some people believe this. I don't, I don't know who, but they got to be out there. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not even going to fucking continue reading this because it's stupid. But it's talking about how Republicans are the devil. Which, whatever. I don't subscribe to any party. I don't give a fuck. But I do try to see through the bullshit and and explain it as I see it to y'all. Anyways, I've been talking for a long, long time. And I think I'm done. So thanks a lot for listening. You can catch me next Wednesday. Uh, doing another one of these little talks and I like I said before I do have new music coming I don't I'm not going to release the album this year there's only a couple weeks left I got a lot to do and and little little tweaks and shit to be made but I will be releasing a music video pretty soon at least I'm gonna try to and uh, if you want to support my work if you like what I'm doing please you know share my music do what you do whatever you can do whatever you're comfortable with I do have things for sale on my website, homagelionkiller.com, that you can buy, um, like shirts and sweaters and CDs and whatever. I got a mug, got a coffee mug. So if you're interested in supporting, that would be a great way to do that. Or you can donate to me also on my website, homagelionkiller.com. And I do encourage you to sign up for my email list so you can get little updates on kind of what's going on with me and when I release new content and stuff. So. That would just be dandy. That'd just be great. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Uh, I'll talk to you next time. You guys have a great day. Peace out. Shit.
trains. What's the business? Pippin', pippin'. All the freaks I know they miss it when they throw a player's ball. Tell them that your brother win. Ass and tennis. Ass and tennis. Ass and tennis. Cause they stay looking pretty While they shaking and breaking and taking the baby Better get down, baby, baby. 